Warning, the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. There is another thing that you can do, which is you can go in and you can change your settings to be set for inventory placement. Your attention, please. please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair, unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates, and I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss all things Amazon private label and how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show, AMPM podcast. As a matter of fact, I was just recently at my first ever all-you-can-eat sushi and drinks place, and I know this completely goes against my health-based New Year's resolutions, but gosh, it's sushi. I love sushi. First time I've ever been to an all-you-can-eat. While I was stuffing my face, breaking my New Year's resolution already one day later, (laughs) I was making money. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. So guys, we are doing our FAQ series. And as always, I am joined by my co-host, Guillermo Puyol. Gui, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing awesome, man. How are you? (laughs) I am good. Wow, man, this week is crazy already. And I don't need any more sushi for a month, let me tell you. Have you ever been to an all-you-can-eat sushi place? No, but next time I go to California, you better take me. Oh my God. So yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like $26 and then it's like $11 if you want all you can drink, you know, uh, Japanese beers or hot sake. And it's a gluttonous event. It's not good. I mean, the food is awesome and they give you two hours and I must have ate like four rolls and 20 extra sushi pieces more than I normally would. It was insane. It was delicious though. Yeah. So I know that you're like me, you're on a new year's resolution kick to get healthier. So yeah, I don't think I'm going to be bringing you unless we do this like in the summer where we can burn it all off by going to the beach or something and swimming and surfing or something crazy. Yeah. All right. So we have one question that you have selected. And as always, it's live unrehearsed. We're going to see what happens. The last one we did, I flubbed all over the place. It was a mess, but we got through it. So Guy, are you ready? I was born ready. You have a question ready? I do. All right, let's do it. As always, where does it come from, Manny? It comes from our FBA Hyatt Rollers group. Guys, if you are not in there, you're missing out. We have approximately 15,000 Amazon sellers in there. You can find that by going to Facebook and doing a search for FBA High Rollers or Amazon FBA High Rollers. Or you can go to our website at ampmpodcast.com and you'll see a Facebook link over there on the right somewhere. Just click that suckeroo and boom, you'll be in there. All right, we'll get you approved. It's a closed group but we approve you unless your account is like one day old, then good luck. Or if you're missing a profile picture, we don't let those. <laughs> we usually don't let those people without a profile picture in. But I have a question for you, Manny. It says, my first private label product will soon be shipping around early 2017. Is there a way for me to choose which Amazon warehouse it will go to? Okay, Guy. The answer to that, well, I guess the answer Amazon would say is no. There is no way to do that. Technically, there's ways of manipulating that. I don't even know if we should talk about those specific things. It's more high-level stuff. But Amazon 
gives you the opportunity to select where you're shipping your products from, right? So you have your ship from address and they want to be as efficient as possible. So if your ship from address is close to specific warehouses, then they're going to try to get things to those warehouses sometimes. It depends on how you're doing things. And I don't really want to get into too many details on that, Guy. But there is another thing that you can do, which is you can go in and you can change your settings to be set for inventory placement. Have you heard of that, Guy? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So inventory placement allows you to set your account up so that you're only shipping your products to one warehouse. Because normally when you go in and you set things up, Amazon will say, okay, ship it to these three different warehouses and you got to split things up. So your costs go up, everything goes up. If you do inventory placement, then Amazon will allow you to ship it to one address, okay, one warehouse. They're going to tell you where to send it. So you still don't get to choose where it goes, but at least it's going to one place, right? So you have one shipping expense instead of three. And sometimes that saves you money. Now there is a inventory placement fee and I never remember these things in terms of the exact fees. So I pulled it up here, Guy. It says the inventory placement fees are 30 cents per unit if your product is a pound or less. And if it's one to two pounds, it's 40 cents. And then for every pound above two pounds, it goes up by 10 cents. That's what it looks like. So there is a fee for doing that. And you got to calculate everything in to see if it makes sense for you to do it that way. So yeah, that's what they do. So technically no way to choose a warehouse. There's a way to manipulate a little bit, but you can avoid the multiple directions and multiple warehouses by using inventory placements. So that's a really quick answer, Manny. Do you have anything else to add? No. Do you find that inventory placement delays things too much rather than having your suppliers send it to all the warehouses versus just sending it to one warehouse and waiting for Amazon to distribute the product? Is there a measurable difference that you've noticed? Yeah, that's a good question, Guy. I haven't. I haven't really noticed too much. I know that there is a delay. For example, if you send it to one warehouse, Amazon's going to, after they've received everything in full, they're going to pull a certain amount of that inventory and it's going to go into a reserve status, right? You're going to see that. And they're going to send it to other warehouses so that they can ship from there. Even though if your product is all in one warehouse, while that reserve status is in place, while they're shipping that stuff, you might have people let's say the West Coast, it goes to a West Coast warehouse. People on the East Coast, let's say they're in New York, if they're ordering online, they might see the product, but they won't have that, you know, get it next day or get it in two days because it's not at the East Coast warehouse yet. So you lose some sales that way until the product gets there. So I don't use inventory placement. I did in the beginning just to see what would happen, just so I could experiment with it, but I don't do it myself. So unless there's a reason why you feel it would be beneficial, I probably wouldn't recommend it. Cool, cool. Well, that wraps it up, Manny. Cool. Awesome. You've been listening to the AM PM podcast hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider, insider tools, tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.